So if you're doing the genitals last, is there um, a chance you could overestimate? Uh, yeah, I, just, <laughs> or under. <laughs> just, uh, okay. so, so that could happen? No, yeah. I may not win either way when no. I do the... <laughs> I've been a radio personality for over a decade. A job that's repeatedly pushed me out of my comfort zone. Because of that, I've grown in ways I never thought possible. But here's the thing. I'm not superhuman. I'm just an ordinary guy who dared to try some new things and enjoys exploring the unknown. Now, life is short, and I realize there's still plenty of work to be done. As they say, if you're not growing, you're dying. So together, let's grow that comfort zone. I'll show you it is possible. You're going to hear me get uncomfortable, and I challenge you to do the same. Ready to go? I feel like we're wearing too much clothes for this talk, but... <laughs> Overdr- overdressed and underprepared. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Comfort Zone Chronicles. My name is Steve Chrysak, joined... By my guiding light, Dave Crookshank. Hey, Hello. How are you? I am excellent. And a bit of a weird topic today because I think that it takes one part being uncomfortable, but also one part being comfortable. If that makes any sense to you right now, nude modeling. Oh, yeah. Just getting naked in front of a bunch of people. <laughs> Letting it all hang out, essentially. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> and let them examine you in every way possible. Your initial thoughts, would you ever do that? Me? Yes, you. I had a hard time getting into a Santa Claus suit yesterday <laughs> for a television <laughs> yes. commercial. Um, taking my clothes off? Not a chance. No. I mean, it kind of goes against the fundamental fiber of our entire core, right? hmm This embarrassment that we have of being closeless is that a natural phenomenon is it uh something that has just kind of society has created you know because well i've worn clothes my entire life and it's very rare that i'm naked out in public so <laughs> i'm not used to it you've been a lot more naked in public than i have well this this is one thing that i will bring up and i'm not going to lie about it because i am a guy who's been known to have six beers and Takes his clothes off. So <laughs> under the influence of alcohol, I have been naked in public many times. Many of those times I do not remember. Okay. So it has happened. But that that's years ago, kind of before I had children and maybe a little bit after I had my first son. Kind of matured in the years since. So uh, drunk Steve, he's... Never really had a problem getting naked in public. Sober Steve, uh, he does. He's a little bit more self-conscious when it comes to that topic. So not something I've done uh, recently. So the fact that I'd want to get up in front of, and I'm not sure how many people will be in front of me, but the fact that I'd want to get up there and have people look at me naked and really examine my body, that does make me uncomfortable. Just the thought of it right now makes me uncomfortable. So, okay. So the question then becomes, at what point does nudity uh, transcend itself from sexuality to, you know, something non-sexual, right? You see, that's a good question and something I intend to explore. I have 
uh, lined up to talk to a few people about the subject. But again, everything I know about nude modeling, which uh, in my research I've discovered is uh, preferred to be called uh, undraped modeling. So I've even, even been calling it the wrong thing for God knows how so it's long. It's not nude modeling. No, the, in the industry, from what I understand, the preferred term is undraped modeling. Well, I like your drapes today. So I will keep the drape, drapes on <laughs> in here. But I will examine, yeah, at what point do you cross that barrier? And again, everything I, I've known about undraped modeling pretty much has come from TV and movies. And usually it's a situation where somebody is unexpectedly put into, say, an art class, and all of a sudden a guy or a girl comes out and takes off the robe, and it's just a whoa moment. Mm -hmm. So that's basically all I know about the subject. And I've done a little research, and posing, it it seems like it's going to be a pain in the butt holding these poses (laughs) and coming up with different poses, and it's stressful. Well, uh, okay, so are you doing the thinking man? See, I'm still trying to figure out what kind of pose to go with. Because when I first came up with this idea, yeah, I'll do some nude modeling. Sorry, undraped modeling. No problem. I I was just under the impression that I would just jump on stage, stand there for, you know, half hour, and we'll call it a day. Well, (laughs) as I got further into the subject, these sessions last an hour and a half, two hours, several different poses involved. So there's, there's the thinking, man. And you mm-hmm. can try that. There's the shout it from the mountaintops. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Like fully splayed out and hello. Arms up in the air. Yeah. There's fetal position. That's probably where I'm going to start. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I feel like right now. Just a big baby who doesn't know what he's getting into. Yeah. And then there's mommy, please hide me. <laughs> Hands between legs. Yeah. Meek face. Yeah, that could make some for some very interesting pictures. I can't wait. So I will research some poses. But then here's the other question. Is there some sort of etiquette? And when I say etiquette, I'm talking more like manscaping, that type of thing. Do you just sit there and make eye contact with a subject? Because that would be uncomfortable not only for that person, but for me as well. I wonder if there's a, a stigma to manscaping or male body hair as opposed to female body hair. Yeah. Right? Hmm. And I have done some quick Google searches for nude modeling and male specifically. So in the last 48 hours, I've seen more male genitalia than I care to admit. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the pictures I've seen, it looked like there was some manscaping involved, a little trimming. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, are we talking about, you know, au naturel, um, you know, man in wilderness type photography or, or not photography, uh, Modern, artwork, or yeah. is it, you know, are, are they, is it fashion art? Well, I can tell you this. I did do some manscaping back in the day, but after you get married and have a couple of kids, it's just, <laughs> it's not important. It's not high on the priority list. So there's a lot of hair going on here and I feel like I'm just gonna go out there and show everybody who steve is really is yeah yeah so the manscaping part i mean yes understanding the the tender bits but what about what about the rest the chest Chest. or the the face i mean you have a beard too um and what about like your arms you know i think i'm just gonna i'm just gonna leave it this is what god gave me i'm gonna go out there and have those people 
draw it. But I will investigate. Is there some sort of proper etiquette or protocol when it comes to? But there is one other thing to this whole undraped model that I'm not ashamed to talk about because it's come up on my radio show many times. I had a slight accident many years ago, about four years ago, an unfortunate testicle accident where I had a, my right testicle crushed by a medicine ball at the gym. Freak accident. I ended up having to have surgery on the testicle. And as a result of that, on my right side, she's a little shrunken. Okay. So I'm a little self-conscious about that as well. And this happened after Steve's little party phase, after drunken Steve would go around having six beers and taking his pants off. So ever since that accident happened, the only person who's really seen me with my pants off is my wife. Mm -hmm. So this does throw a whole wrench into the situation. I don't know if that's the right term, but it complicates things because it... I am self-conscious about it. So depending on the pose, I suppose, <laughs> how exposed are the boys? I mean, are, are people going to be close enough to evaluate the size of each one, knowing that usually one is maybe a little bigger yeah. than the other? <laughs> and you know what? I don't, probably most people won't even notice, but it's just something that's running in the back of my head. And as you sit there, well, as I stand there, uh, most likely, how can you not think about that or think about them, you know, somebody who's eyeing you and thinking, oh God, they see, they know, <laughs> they know what's going on down there. There's really only one situation I would be concerned about in doing this. And <laughs> you're a healthy male person. What happens if mm-hmm. a state's change? <laughs> I think I, I, I see where you're going with this. Do they keep the room really cold? Yeah, that was one thought. I don't want to have a a George Costanza moment. (laughs) I was in the pool. I was in the pool. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, Or if something were to happen that it would make the situation a bit hard, if you would. You know, what happens in that case? That would be hard on many, many levels. This This is all stuff that's running through my head. And when I first threw out the idea of, I want to do this nude modeling. Uh, I really didn't put a lot of this into consideration as to how long I'd have to hold these poses. All these thoughts that are now running through my head were not running through my head, you know, two months ago. So I'm a lot more nervous and uncomfortable even thinking about it than I was when I pitched this idea. I suppose if something happens in that vein... Was that pun not intended? Definitely not intended. Uh, (laughs) If something happens along that line. Ah, Thank you. Okay, that's still just as bad. Um, Does that become depicted in the artwork? Or are they doing caricature? Maybe caricature is the exaggeration of certain body, you know? Yeah. So what style? (laughs) What style are they painting? I don't know how detailed they're going to be getting. But from what I gather in a lot of articles I've read so far about people who have done undraped modeling or are teachers of the art, it's not a sexualized situation. When you're sitting there, you're more looking at shapes and uh, shades, and you really don't have time to stop and think about the, the, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Exacerbate exasperation of the situation. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but what's really going on there? So I think I mean to the artists or students credit, they're probably they've probably done this before. So it's probably all going to be in your head. I yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So this whole situation most of it will be in my head, but it's still going to be a battle to get through with it. As I mentioned, when I first pitched this, I thought I was going to be on there on stage for 30 minutes and it wouldn't be a big deal. No, that's not the case. And one thing I should mention, I'm, I'm doing this with the Hat Art Club. They've graciously uh, taken this project on with me. At first, I told them, ah, just let me go up there and do the, the nude modeling. A lot of things don't really embarrass me. In my radio career, I've done a lot of things like walking through Costco with a diaper. But they they pushed me to do a draped or clothed model session beforehand, which I wasn't too keen on. But now as we get closer to the date, I'm glad that they pushed me to do this because it will give me a real sense of what to expect and withholding these positions and having eyes on you for that long. So I'm really glad that I'm going to go do a, a clothed session first, which will also be a good comparison between how the clothed session session went but, uh, as opposed to being exposed to the world. <laughs> it's a good dry run. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, a dry run. Yes. So. Yeah. so that is uh, first on the docket. I am very nervous and feel very uncomfortable doing this, much I, more so than when I, I first started talking about I it. I can't wait to hear how this goes. So the first thing I have to do is I'm going to I'm going to jump out to the Hat Art Club and I'm going to speak with someone about why why this is an important part of the artist's journey. So, I must hit the road and next time you see me, I will be a man who's been seen by many other people. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you much. A couple of days later, I was off to the Medicine Hat Cultural Center, home of the Hat Art Club. It was a Thursday night, and I left the house about the time I usually get ready for bed. So full disclosure here, after a full day of work and parenting, I was not too keen on having a bunch of strangers stare at me all evening. But this show isn't called Comfort Zone Chronicles, because I'll just crawl in my bed whenever I don't feel like doing something. So, after thinking about it, my modeling resume... A bit more robust than first thought. My inaugural walk on the runway happened in the summer of 1998 when my mom worked at Sears. In exchange for my awkward teenage body on display, I got 50% off the clothes I was wearing. There's an early example of me getting out of my comfort zone. More recently, I've walked the runway at several bridal fairs, mostly wearing suits, but uh, there was one wedding dress in there. <clears throat> And there's also been a few radio station events where I've owned the catwalk, but I guarantee I was more than a few beers deep before that display of public intoxication. Anyway, I did hit the record button and captured some final thoughts while I was on my way to the interview and draped model session. I'm feeling okay. I think I will be a bit uncomfortable at first having people just staring at me for a while, but... I usually find when I do events similar to this, it's, it's the sitting around and waiting part that kills me. Just waiting to get on stage. I usually find once you actually get up there and get started, then it's really no big deal. But it's the waiting that is just the killer. So 
that's probably kind of what I'm feeling right now the anticipation just wanting to get it getting it over with if you would so uh, we'll see how it's going I'm just about to turn into the parking lot right now so wish me luck on this one and away we go I'm joined right now by Ruth Adams, who facilitates these modeling classes. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. You're welcome. So I approached the Hat Art Club and enthusiastically said that I'd like to take my clothes off for a class. I'm guessing you don't get a lot of people doing that? Um, no. <laughs> we usually have two uh, nude models and we kind of uh, rotate between those. So it's, it's great to have somebody else. Let's start with you then, because you are from Southwest England, and you've graduated from was it Exeter University is what it is. Okay. Yeah. And so, were you exposed to all types of art at Exeter? Yeah. So I I love all art, and I I've had to really struggle to narrow down what I want to do and try to be disciplined and and I've kind of narrowed it down to mostly pottery. Okay. And. Uh, and I just love life drawing. And so this is uh, something I, I'm trying to do at the moment with my art is uh, mixed media with the figure. So it's just where I am right now to be wanting to do this and keep pr practicing and improving. Let's talk a bit about undraped modeling, which I will be doing yes. uh, quite soon. It's, it's nothing new. It's something that's been around for centuries. Yeah. Why is it such an important skill for an artist to get in front of the nude body? Well, I feel that for all disciplines, you're really training your eye to see. Mm -hmm. And because it's a complicated form and, and there's always going to be some foreshortening with your arms and there's all different um, challenges that you can mm -hmm. overcome. So it's a great sort of exercise to keep you tight in your ability to see. So I'd say that's probably, um, you know, I, I think it helps me for my pottery, for everything I do. So as an outsider looking in who really knows nothing about art, I would assume that there's the potential for a class like this to be sexualized almost, but that, that wouldn't be the case. It, no, not at all. I mean, you, you really don't want to... Um, you know, you want to be very respectful of the model and give them space, not don't even really communicate too much. Mm -hmm. This is a really a, a silent space, like a yoga class. You're kind of in there to do what you're doing. And um, yeah, you I mean, not that you couldn't say anything, but it's just really um, it's more about the artist's journey with what they're doing mm -hmm. than the model. So so they wouldn't necessarily be paying a lot of attention to certain body parts? No, I mean, it's kind of um, interesting, like, um, you know, you, you, you kind of, uh, you, you, you draw the whole figure, mm -hmm. so sometimes you end up sort of leaving the genitals <laughs> until the last bit and kind of getting them in quickly because you okay. don't want to stare so much. <laughs> You know, mostly it's just uh, just a part the same as your arm or leg or this another part that you're going to be drawing in the figure. So if you're doing the genitals last, is there um, a chance you could overestimate? 
Uh, yeah, just, or under. <laughs> just uh, like, so, so that could happen. Uh, yeah. So I may not, I may not win either way when no, I do the. Exactly. Okay. 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 But uh, I did hear that. Yeah, there's been an uncomfortable situation with somebody in the past that was. Um, yeah. So I think yeah, that's kind of. They just n didn't ask them back. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, that was going to be one of my questions here. Uh, if the model is not quite comfortable being in front of everybody, does that affect the oh, whole no. room? Oh, no, he was comfortable. He Oh, a little too, too comfortable. Oh, <laughs> so him being too comfortable. He was comfort really enjoying it. And that made everybody else, else uncomfortable, yes. Is that so? Yeah. Does Could it work vice versa? If the model wasn't comfortable, could that really affect the room as well? Um, no, I, I, I mean, our goal is to make everything as comfortable as possible. Okay. So I don't really think most people are, are that uncomfortable. It's, it's more the challenge of holding the pose that's, that's a, a factor. For... And that's exactly what I want to get into because when I had this great idea, I didn't really factor in poses and I've done a little bit of research and talk to me why pose is important we're talking you need a, a few different poses right yeah just to have a variety uh, for you for the artist mm -hmm. to have it uh, and and you you so we start with uh, quick sketches and so we usually ask the models if they don't mind doing standing poses for the shorter poses um, because just holding it standing is really hard I mean we've had some dancers that will hold crazy poses for a long time and I don't know how they do it they're so strong yeah. they get better but, um, but uh, and so then we just try and get you more relaxed for the longer pose than into a, a some kind of recline or a, a comfortable seat. So some of these quick sketches, what are we talking, five, ten minutes? Yeah, two minutes, five minutes, oh. and then ten minutes. So we wouldn't really ask for a standing pose to be longer than ten minutes ever. Oh, okay. Yeah, unless somebody really just, like the, the dancers, they're strong and they say, no, I don't mind, yeah. and they want a cool picture of their pose because it, it is more dynamic to mm -hmm. draw a standing pose. Yeah, and I know in certain situations, even 10 minutes can feel like oh, an yeah. eternity. Oh, yeah. So what yeah. do you do to combat fatigue? Is there anything if you're, I don't know, holding your hands up or in a certain yeah. pose? Yeah, well, we wouldn't ask for a hands up for okay. any longer than a two minute. Oh, okay. Um, oh, so good. really, it's, I think it's just you, you try and find a focal point so, uh, to look at so that you don't move around. Um, and I think it's really trying to breathe and, and, you know, trying to sort of almost get into a meditative state mm -hmm. and then you can kind of time will pass a bit. Okay. Yeah. Is there any etiquette when it comes to undraped modeling? And what I mean by that, uh, first of all, we'll talk like eye contact. No, you, you can make eye contact, that's fine, but it's more just that you've got to make sure, for us at the club, we have to make sure the windows are all closed, and they usually wear a robe, and then yeah. take the robe off straight, you know, and, and, and we're, we've already dimmed the lights, and we're already kind of, um, and we have to make sure the doors are locked, so nobody could just bust in, and mm -hmm. we just respect the privacy of the situation, and then when it's a break, you put the robe back on, and yeah, so, there's no, uh, it's not that you couldn't speak to the model it's just that you don't really want to comment on the model and the the person who's leading the group who happens to be me right now is the one to say okay would you mind switching the pose or looking over there okay. that kind of thing what about when it comes to and I'll use the word manscaping yeah 
<laughs> is that a big deal or no. should you just let the human body be the human body be the human body <laughs> yes for sure like nobody cares it's it's really just uh, the the drawing of the person it does it's there's no comment on who like yeah or what's going on yeah so just let steve be steve in, yes. all, in all his hairy goodness is exactly. what you're saying yes for sure i can do that i wasn't quite sure if i should have a little haircut or something no before. not not at all <laughs> done deal uh you kind of talked about the mood of the room is there no music or anything you just do this in silence uh yeah we do actually i i mean i'm not opposed to music i think that's probably a really nice touch uh, mm -hmm. but um and maybe soothing for the models so yeah uh, i would be interested in trying that but we tend not to we don't need to we're we're we as the artists are working so hard and fast that we don't even think about these things yeah, but maybe for the models, we should be. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about it. It'd be yeah. nice, a little Chopin or something in the background yeah. to, to yeah. set the mood. Or Maybe we can do that. Or Norwegian death metal, something yeah. like... <laughs> yeah. Whichever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it probably affect the way we drew you, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're fed, I would say, a lot of false images when it comes to TV, magazines, even the internet with, you know, the perfect body or, you know, try this program, get six pack abs. And, you know, you see these pictures that probably don't really represent yeah. real life. So is a class like this a great way to just see the, the human body in its natural form the way it should be? Uh, I, I just feel like it's more interesting to, to draw different bodies. And I think I, I, even just like if, if we were doing somebody really cut, for example, um, that would be that's kind of you're getting into real anatomy with the muscles and stuff. So, mm -hmm. so in a way, it's, it's nicer to have a softer form to draw. Uh, okay. So it, to me, I, I would think I would enjoy the fun of drawing. Well, I, I like drawing it all different types of bodies and yeah. it would be boring if we were doing just the same style of like photoshopped body that you see out in magazines so what you're saying is the more muscular the body the harder it is to draw mm, no i'm not but i'm just saying that um it, it could be it potentially could be because you, you if so you had abs and pecs and things if you, they were in the wrong position so yeah it would, it would it would pose different challenges let's say so I guess my final question would have to be, as someone who's never really done anything close to a class like this, what advice would you give a model heading into a session with dozens of eyes upon him? <laughs> What's the best advice? Um, probably, yeah, like probably to chat to people and realize that it's just, you know, a, a, a happy environment and that you wouldn't, um, yeah, just to, that, that would probably make you feel more relaxed. And for poses, you probably, you want to try and be balanced. Mm -hmm. So anything that's kind of, um, uh, you know, out is, is going to be harder to hold longer. Okay. So you want to kind of keep your center of balance nice uh, and even. So that would, that, that's my, my major tip. So like a palm tree yoga pose would be a good <laughs> yeah, one to don't hold. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Some serious cramps, I'm sure, afterwards. Yeah. Uh, you did mention that windows will be closed and curtains closed. Yeah. And is the heat uh, turned up? Uh, yes. So I will bring my uh, a little heater. Oh, a little space heater? Yes. Okay, that's one thing I was worried about. Yeah. Uh, the yes, cold air? Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. I want to be accurately represented exactly. as, as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, that's kind of uh, gives me a good idea, I guess, of what to expect as we move forward. Anything else that you think people should know about the uh, undraped modeling sessions or undraped models in general? Um, well, just that it, it, it isn't a sexualized environment yeah. at all. It's a really very much, um, you know, a respectful environment. Mm -hmm. So you really just, um, you know, you're just really just drawing that figure. Well, I really do have to uh, thank you for taking the time to talk to me about this. No problem. Much, much appreciated. Now, I guess let's, let's go do some modeling. Yeah. <laughs> Just finished up, and I have to say, the last half of that session was just, it was tough. I was doing a 45 minute pose. It's well past my bedtime. Oh, my eyes were getting tired. I kept yawning, but having to do it with my mouth closed. Alone with my own thoughts, staring at a wall. All I could think about is when the timer would go off. Uh, that was a lot more demanding than I thought it was going to be. But overall, I wasn't intimidated or or too uncomfortable with the session, I would say. Started off with a couple of two-minute poses, a couple of 10 minutes, a 15. At one point, I was doing a 10-minute pose where I put all my weight onto my left leg and was leaning on a chair. That one was tough. That was tough, but not as tough as sitting there for 45 minutes and just wanting to go to bed. So the session had uh, five, five ladies drawing. I did mention earlier that I just, when I first came up with this idea, I just wanted to jump right into the nude modeling. And the, the Hat Art Club had suggested I do a draped one first and... I'm very glad that they did suggest that because this gives me an idea of what to expect, how demanding it it can be. Like I said, I, I wasn't very uncomfortable at all. Like Physically, I was uncomfortable sitting there, but I wasn't uncomfortable with the situation. I'm guessing that's going to change next week when I do the undraped modeling. Just sitting there, it's quiet. Uh, kind of dim, just have nothing to do but be there with your own thoughts. And so I think my thoughts will be dwelling on what other people will be thinking of me uh, when I know that that's probably not going to be the case as they draw me nude next time around. But overall, um, great experience. Looking forward to the next one. <laughs> Today is the big day. I'm just driving to the cultural center right now to do some undraped modeling. And to be honest, at this time, I can honestly say that I'm really not that nervous to get naked in front of a, a bunch of people. Maybe a few minutes before it's time to actually do it, I'll have a different feeling. But right now, I'm okay. It's funny, I'm actually more... The thing I'm actually fearing most is 
holding those poses again. As I mentioned before, I didn't realize how physically demanding uh, holding some of those poses would be, especially the 45-minute one. So and right now, I'm not looking forward to the posing and the, the nakedness is whatever right now. You know, talking to Ruth last week, it really made me comfortable with the situation, how she explained it, that it's not a sexualized situation. It's more, they're not really focusing on any parts of you. They're there to, to draw. And I really got a good sense of that last week when I was doing the draped modeling, that it was, you know, they're, they're there just to draw and to learn these skills. So that gives me some comfort as I'm about to go throw a robe on and then immediately take it off. But Ruth uh, assured me that there will be heaters there, which is good because it's, well, it's not, well, zero. My car thermometer says it's zero right now. Uh, we're kind of getting into shrinkage territory, if you ask me. Just finished the first hour of the undraped session. And I have to tell you, uh, being nude, not that big of a problem right now. It's, it's not that big of a class, just a couple of ladies in there. But yeah, the nudity has not been the problem. I actually feel quite comfortable being in the class. Uh, we've had some easy conversations or comfortable conversations just about poses and that, uh, which has been perfect. Again, the most uncomfortable part of this whole situation has been the poses and holding the poses. And I haven't really had time to, as I'm sitting there or standing, haven't really had time to think about what's going on. It's more <laughs> worrying about the fatigue in my muscles and trying to stare at one spot. So, yeah, that seems to be the biggest problem so far. There was a moment of nervousness when I first uh, went down the hall, got changed in the bathroom, and was walking back to the studio. There was uh, thoughts of, okay, this is going to happen. I'm not sure how I'm going to handle this, but once the session started, robe came off, and I was comfortable, quite comfortable right from the beginning. Uh, but now we're on a break, and I have to go back in, and we're going to do the 45-minute pose, which 45 minutes, I've been on a couch. So 45 minutes, I assume I'll be somewhat sitting or, or laying on this couch. Uh, it's it's going to be difficult. That's going to be the difficult one. But I haven't really uh, worried about about much else. It's been a pretty good experience. No complaints so far. <laughs> Just finished up another 45-minute pose. My first ever undraped model session. It was a little less physical demanding this time because I was lying down. Very reminiscent of uh, that scene in Titanic. But I was smart this time. I downed some coffee so I was not falling asleep. And surprisingly, I was very comfortable being nude in front of a, a couple of women. Even so, 45 minutes lying on that couch, it was still 
took a physical toll and a mental one as well, just trying to pick a spot on the roof and, and hold that one. All right. I have one of the artists with me, Charlie Wilson Barella. Thank you very much for talking to me. Well, thank you, Steve. How long have you been with the Hat Art Club? This is actually my second year with Hat Art Club. Um, I've, I joined and because I used to have a Master's of Fine Arts. Uh, my, my Master's of Fine Arts is in drama, though. Okay. So I've been cross-training this year. How many times have you taken part in an undraped model session like this well we cut we cut short last year so there was every third session is undraped okay probably about 15 sessions now undraped oh really yeah did i hear you correctly when we were talking before that you've actually been where i just was um i'm an actor and so in terms of uh, my training mm -hmm. uh when i was going through we we did have to occasionally be un undraped on stage ah. but in role so uh, then it's remembering lines hitting your marks and being naked in front of other folks fortunately for me it was just the other folks in my class in okay. general in general for those but were you comfortable with that it's uh well i mean you you get comfortable with uh the role it's it's an interesting thing being because there's that essence of the forbidden, right? Mm -hmm. So it's all, it's, it's have overcoming whatever shame impulse that you have, I think is sort of the biggest thing about being undraped in public, however that is uh, defined for you. Well, we did have a brief chat last week. If I remember correctly, you said that every time there's a life drawing, you are here. Uh, is that because it's a little bit better than drawing a bowl of fruit? Well, uh, for me, I'm, uh, because I'm an actor, I tend to, the human being is the, the base, my basic form. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I like to express things through people, whether I'm playing yeah. them or in this case, drawing them. So character is really the essence, essence for me. And, and yes, most people have much more personality than a mango. <laughs> that's, that's true. Or a banana. Or a banana. So here I am when we started the session. I take my robe off. What's going through your head well, at that point as an artist? To, to me, first, the, uh, first off, it's the getting the shapes down. What pencils am I going to need? I'm actually focused more on my equipment than I am on the model at that point mm -hmm. because I have to try and, and etch out in space what shape yeah. shapes I'm going to be using to do, uh, to do that. And then it's, it's breaking the form down into the shapes that I'm going to try and, reg and register through my hand because it always registers better in your brain than it does through your hand. So. That's basically all I am up there is just shapes to you? Well, uh, especially when you come to register, the, because again, I'm, I'm very interested in character as an artist and mm -hmm. in terms of portraying what you're feeling. So in some sense, I have to tap into what you're feeling and it comes through in the lines between your eyes, the tension where it's holding the muscles of your face still. Now, I'm not skilled enough to get all of that down on the paper yet, but it all registers inside my head and I try the best I can to register through highlights, shadows, okay. form, what it is and hope I arrive at some sense of, of the feeling. That's what I'm working toward ultimately. I can tell you exactly what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. I want to move. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to stare at the wall. Stuck in concrete kind of feeling. <laughs> uh, for people who've never experienced something like this, would you highly suggest getting involved in exploring the human body in a way that we just did? 
Uh, well, if you want to be an artist, uh, a lot of people try to, you know, I mean, again, if you start with the undraped, if, if people are embarrassed, yeah. but when it comes down to it, what you need to get, what the clothes are hanging on is the form underneath. So undraped modeling has, since the beginning of art, been mm -hmm. the first way we've expressed the human form. Okay. So, I mean, if you, you need to, if you want to be, learn to be a better artist, you kind of have to master this. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I did see your work and I could make out my face. So mm. you are coming along quite nicely. Thank L you. Little bit at a time, little bit. <laughs> Keep at it. And Thank you. Thank you very much for talking to me. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time too, Steve. We're back at HQ, joined once again by Dave Cruikshank. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm just gonna take my clothes off that's how i'm comfortable yeah, now yeah well I, let's. I'm, a, I'm a changed man i'm a changed man it's a good thing this is radio and i use finger quotes for radio right so the only one here who could be possibly traumatized would be myself well as uh you've probably heard over the last little while it was not the being naked part that was the most uncomfortable for me i I found that very reasonable, very comfortable with my body in the situation, knowing that the artists were just there to draw and to learn, just figure out the human body. It was the posing that was the most uncomfortable part. So how long did you have to sit in one position? So the longest I had to sit was 45 minutes. So I did that once with clothes on, once with clothes off. In the clothes-on situation, I was sitting on a chair, just staring at the wall, holding that one for 45 minutes. And as I kind of talked about in my afterthoughts, it was on a school night, if you would, uh, way past my bedtime. I was honestly falling asleep in that chair, yawning. It was extremely difficult. In the naked pose, I was lying on a couch, I drank some coffee, I was more awake, but still, sitting there for 45 minutes is just not comfortable in any shape or form. And like you couldn't move, you couldn't move at all, you couldn't look around, you nope. couldn't... No, you pick a spot on the wall or the roof and you just stare. And this is where I, I dabble in meditation practices, it did come in handy, just... Breathing. I'm just uh, trying to pass the time. I would probably fall asleep. I, and like I said, in the in the clothed one, I was very close to falling asleep. And I think some of the artists uh, made a comment after that they could really see the fatigue setting in my face and how it had changed. So yeah, again, I'm I'm open to doing nude modeling once again. I the comfort zone has expanded. I don't find that. A real problem in a situation like that, a learning environment, I have no problem bearing it all. So there were no situations where you either had to go to the bathroom or um, little Johnny decided to stand at attention. I <laughs> uh, know there was nothing like that. But here is, I didn't talk about this at all until now. When I did the clothed modeling, that... Afternoon for supper, I had some broccoli, some mm, Brussels sprouts, things of that variety. So sitting there holding those poses, uh, the flatulence <laughs> really started to creep up on me. 
Uh, and, and that was a major problem as well. In between holding those poses, I'm trying to hold back some gas. <laughs> and how do you capture that on canvas? <laughs> the cloud. Maybe they did. Green <laughs> cloud. Or maybe you could see it in my face. <laughs> the uncomfortableness was not holding the poses. Maybe it was holding in the gas. But uh, So that was with the clothes, clothes on. Uh, I thought it might be a problem again with the undraped modeling because I kind of had a similar supper, but it really didn't pose a problem that time around. But the very first model session I had, my God, holding in the flatulence was on top of holding the poses. <laughs> it just made for an uncomfortable situation all around. So maybe the moral of the story is just get a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, in our opening conversation, I had mentioned my testicle situation, the accident I had, and how self-conscious I was about one of my shrunken testicles never really came into play. Once we, once I had taken off the robe and got into the session, I was more focused on not moving and uh, holding the pose. So I never really had time to think about uh, being self-conscious about something like that. Too busy being terrified, just being <laughs> in, in the situation in general. I guess I just didn't really want to let the artists down, and I didn't want to move and screw things up for them. So that's ocu occupied a lot of my thoughts is just, okay, I've got to pick this spot on the wall and don't move, and just trying to keep an eye on that, not moving. So here's a good question then. Was this the first nude modeling of the artists or had they done that before? It, it, they have done it before. So this is nothing new to them. It was only a real new experience for me amongst the people that were in that class that particular day. It was just a, another drawing session for them. And they made me feel quite comfortable. We had some light chat and conversation beforehand as to you know what poses, how long we should do them. It's just, it was a really comfortable situation all around. Wow, that's incredible. It's not something I think I'm ever going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I will live vicariously through you. And it, it, I would, if the Hat Art Club asked me, I would, I would do it again. So, comfort zone expanded. Comfort zone expanded. When it yes. comes to being, comes to being nude, no problem. Level up. <laughs> <laughs> The Comfort Zone Chronicles is a plugged-in media production hosted by Steve Kryzak, edited and directed by Dave Crookshank. Executive producer is Rob Pape. To reach out, please contact us at comfortzonechronicles.com or on Facebook at Comfort Zone Chronicles. Check out our other great podcasts at pymedianetwork.com or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. 